episode of Whiskey and Lemon. I am Lana Mercedes, and on today's episode, we are going to be getting personal. I've been getting some questions over the last few months regarding my anxiety, and it just wasn't something that I was interested in diving fully into. And I'm feeling a little better about it now, I think. (laughs) I appreciate all your questions and your stories. Many of you got really vulnerable in your submissions, and it really helped me to see the little community this podcast is starting to build. It really warms my heart. Let's get into the questions. Question number one, what does a panic attack versus anxiety attack look like for you? For me, a panic attack is much more sudden and is generally caused by some immediate danger. Though with an anxiety attack, it is usually due to some long-term worrying that then leads to that. A panic attack is usually triggered by the same things that would cause an extreme fight or flight, where an anxiety attack is from my stress and worry getting the best of me. Panic attacks generally cause me to get hot and experience chest pain. Panic attacks are also known to only last a few minutes. Anxiety attacks usually show up for me with muscle tightness, irritability, and more often than not has a slow incline. Anxiety attacks are typically known to occur from minutes to months, depending on the severity of the cause and personal response. Question number two, how do you get yourself to sleep when you can't turn your brain off? The ways in which I let myself prepare for bed if I have an overactive mind is to disconnect from all the things that contribute to that, such as television, podcasts, music, reading, talking, texting, etc., I know for some people, a few of those things may help them to relax, but for me, it's still keeping my mind working. Now, it does depend on the day. Sometimes reading or music can help me relax, but if my brain is really overstimulated already, using my imagination while reading a book or even having memories sparked from a song can be enough to still keep my mind overworking. Sometimes just sitting in complete silence and stretching, or at most putting on a yoga video as a guide and a small bit of noise but still ultimately focusing on my own breath and movements is an excellent way for me to unwind. When all else fails, I may take a THC-free CBD gummy and close my eyes and pray for the best. If there's a lot of outside noise, I might even use an app to play subtle nature sounds. Question number three, do you have social anxiety? And if so, how do you overcome it? I'm going to first define social anxiety as I think it can often be inappropriately defined. The American Psychological Association defines it as a fear of social situations in which embarrassment may occur. For example, making conversation, meeting strangers, or dating. Or there's a risk of being negatively evaluated by others. For example, seen as stupid, weak, or anxious. Social anxiety involves apprehensiveness about one's social status, role, and behavior. When the anxiety causes an individual significant distress or impairment in functioning, a diagnosis of social phobia may be warranted. And I will go ahead and define social phobia as well. It's an anxiety disorder that is characterized by extreme and persistent social anxiety or performance anxiety, and that causes significant distress or prevents participation in social activities. The feared situation is most often avoided altogether or else it is endured with marked discomfort or dread, also called social anxiety disorder. I personally don't experience this unless there is a major life circumstance occurring in which I don't want to be in a situation to have to discuss it. 
I am more introverted. So there are, of course, certain people that I do not care to interact with on a personal level as much as I prefer to do that with those that I am close with. But I wouldn't classify it as an anxiety, but just more of a disinterest. Question number four, how do you center yourself when you're anxious and don't have any downtime? This is probably not the answer you want to hear, but I always make time. If I'm feeling really anxious and need to center myself, I will find time. I know if I don't, I'm going to go through the rest of the day being anxious. And that's worse to me than having to get off a meeting five minutes early, waking up five minutes earlier, being a workaholic, or trying to show up for someone so much that I cannot even show up for myself. Remember, we cannot pour from an empty glass. Five minutes, seriously, is sometimes all it might take just to recenter yourself. Stretch your body, smile a few times. It's a proven method that smiling boosts your mood. If you're not in a good one, force a fake smile anyway. It works. Whisper and or write some positive affirmations to yourself like, you're doing a great job today. Be proud of yourself today. Wink at yourself in the mirror if you need to. Focus on body sensations and take deep breaths. Make this a practice every day, and I guarantee you that you will notice an overall difference. And question number five, have you ever tried medication for your anxiety? And if so, did it help you? I personally have never tried medication for anxiety, but that's not to say that it's not effective for some or even myself. It's just not something that I've personally explored. Don't hesitate to consult with your doctor if that is something you want more information on. Stay tuned until next week for part two of this anxiety Q&A. I have two quotes for you this week, both by Rumi. First one is, why do you stay in prison when the door is so wide open? Second one, your depression is connected to your insolence and refusal to praise. Thank you so, so much for listening and sharing this podcast. I deeply appreciate all of you. As always, I hope this information was helpful for you. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, you know the drill. Please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you.